Sound like he freaking slurring words. He probably off the jiggers, but he's back. He off the he off the retirement home perks. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he he's he's back from an evil place. So, so yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate. That's... But we here. We got to talk about uh, the greatest thing in the world right now, which is all elite wrestling, because they should have known the competition. And if you ain't all elite, are you really elite, nigga? Like you know what it is. <laughs> So let's go ahead and get into it. AW all out pay per view. Yeah, it's all out or all in. All, all out. out. They all have out. one called all in. But yeah, that's what I was like. See, I, fix that. They have. They they're gonna fix them pay per view names. Please. <laughs> like that's confusing as hell. So all out was this 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 past weekend. I watched the highlights, many of debuts, matches. Even though more people care about debuts and matches at AEW. But Yeah, that's true. Like, but regardless, very successful pay-per-view. Was it the best thing smoking? Hell fucking all. Cause mm, guess what? No. I don't smoke dick. But <laughs> hold on. Uh let me draft draft the player real quick in this league. Uh they didn't take Derrick Henry. I got Derrick Henry. Let's go. Uh but <laughs> All Out was a very successful pay-per-view AEW. Great for them. Shout out to Adam Cole. Shout out to Daniel Bryan making their debuts. Shout out to all of that good shit. So from there, I'm happy for for them as a company for being a great number two. Because just like I say with LeBron, it is great to be number two. It is great. Be the best number two you can possibly be. Because regardless, you're not going to beat the big dog. Regardless how you try to do it or feel. Yeah, but, like... That pay per view was such a coming out party for them. I, you know, it's I like the way so like people have to realize how things go, right? People have to realize how 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 social media works. So social media is probably seven percent of the masses, like give or take, right? And it appears on social media, especially Twitter. Twitter is an iota of like real social media. I would go probably like. If you really want to gauge, like, people you go more of, like, probably between Facebook and now TikTok or a little bit of Instagram, depending on younger. Because the audience is, is for younger audience. So, when you go on Twitter, Twitter is more adult thing. And then you got some young teenagers on there and stuff like that. But for more of Twitter, is mostly adult. You can tell by, you know, you coming across somebody getting farted on. Like every six seconds or some shit like that, or some Asian chick choking that nigga out till you couldn't breathe no more. Okay. But <laughs> y'all ain't peep that video. For sure, I saw man, it. 
folks got folks got fucking uh the finger four around his neck. The dude was about to die. But uh, but in all seriousness, what all out did it's gonna it's a lot of buzz going on. A lot of people are like, wow, ESPN tweeting ESPN is gonna tweet anything to to tell you the truth. They tweeted Drake's uh, but, album. Yeah, like ESPN is more of an entertainment. It's sports entertainment, just like the ES. So, but I also won't deny like what's going on in that company. It is WCW esque. That's no cap. Like the like you going. It's always going to be comparisons to WCW. Punk coming is comparison to fucking Brat, and and just it took way longer. Do you got you know? Even before here, when a lot of people jump ship, even like um, the fucking FTR was kind of like the, the um, you know, Nash and um, what's his name? Uh, Paul. Yeah. Not in the Ew. big light, Chris. Chill out. Not in the big <laughs> light, but as in the tag team going over. Because it's all about hardcore fans at the end of the day. There's an AEW, and this is a good thing on their end, is a avenue for hardcore wrestling fans like like they know ftr how good they are they know the bucks and how amazing the bucks are like are there inconsistencies in what they do yes i'm not even about to get into conversation about representation of black people because i feel like that's always a it's it's true as as the sky is blue technically but it's it's, it's, one of it's always seems like an avenue to dismiss something great that they do like but you know, and I and I agree. There has to be. There's no reason for every black star to be on dark. That's the joke writes itself a hey. million times. Hey but man, I, you know, shout to the conversation. I didn't even it's the know same that. Thing. Oh yeah, every every star, they probably give you like a like one gonna be on rampage, going against, he's gonna lose to Alistair Black. But um, and then you just the male stars because I see Jade no Jade Jade is Jade is an exception, but Jade don't wrestle. Exactly. She's just there to be oh, an attraction. Yeah. yeah, she's definitely once you find once you learn how to wrestle, she will be a megastar. Yeah. But um in terms of like, you know, I, I can understand, but I feel like when people brought that up, it did diminish, you know, the cause like you brought it up in a situation, it was like all oh, all AEW got nothing but white niggas. That's hardcore wrestling right there. Like it's just nothing but white niggas. Is there yeah. black wrestlers that's underappreciated? Yes. I hate to take it that, but I like I feel like when we look at Daniel Bryan debuting and Adam Cole debuting and bringing a race card in this thing, I'm like, you know, it overshadows it. And I understand why some people want to overshadow it, but it's kind of like, you know, we could talk about that. This thing about them being an all-white company has been there for a minute. Um, it ain't only wrestling on dark, which is hilarious. Like that tweet go around, like, what's your AEW record? I was going to post my shit's 0-125 because I'm black. But <laughs> right, and just the way it is. But to talk about the show, like the matches itself wasn't the best. Like some matches itself, like the CM Punk match in Darby Allen was a snooze fest. And I understand CM Punk got to get back in the game, but niggas got to realize CM Punk was not like a fucking. <laughs> like I don't know why people want to think like CM Punk was a ring savant. Like he was not. He like, like he was early, solid, but. Early no. in his years, yes, but you gotta remember, like, even though the people they say that the WWE have a styles of wrist and lock holds, when when big matches happen, it's it's not necessarily about the match itself and the move that you put off. It's about the what's what's going on around it. Like 
like when you think of Punk's biggest matches, these wasn't wrestling like clinics. Like Cena versus Punk won the wrestling clinic, but it was one of the biggest matches of all time because of the story around it, how it felt, what Cena gonna win, what's the stakes. Um, then you look at somebody like you know when Punk went against Brock at SummerSlam, like that that was a Shane Rules match. A lot of stuff involved weapons. That's cheap. When it comes to having a good match, uh, and then you you look at you look at a lot of punk matches, and this is not a doubt of punk punk persona is what made punk. So this is not him, but like compare him to the likes of like Daniel Bryan or or fucking even Paul fucking London. Like no, like it's just not gonna happen. Or you know Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, they don't put on clinics like they do. Um, now going back to to you know the matches, the Bucks had the best match of the night. Them niggas are probably second to the New Day, I would say, as greatest of this era. Yeah. You will mm-hmm. probably have to put them second to the New Day. Usos be third, maybe. Um, depending on, you know, because I, I try to think if I'm biased. The New Day just been perfect throughout the, the whole entire time of wrestling. The Bucks, you know, damn near the same thing. They just have been perfect. So... The New Day and Bucks are just crazy, but the Bucks put on this crazy ass match. Um, you can tell that the the elite is about to start losing their belts because um, the Bucks lost theirs. Given time, uh, Kenny Omega will lose a lot of his uh, a lot of his belts, and, um, and probably to Brian. He ain't like definitely two, losing three. that shit to hang eat that pen. Hey, like I've been saying. Y'all better, he better prepare. One, two, three. Like John Cena said, that's all it takes. No, nah, like, yeah, no. Like, it's a new he, era. <laughs> it's definitely a new era in the era that just started. Um, but he, they're, it's definitely not dropping to somebody that's not a WWE name. That's just how you got to write it. You got to put it on Brian. You got to put it yep. on Punk. As much yeah. as Punk say, I don't want to take. You even got to put it on fucking <laughs> Adam Cole. Adam Cole, I'll talk about yeah. that later. Right? Even I'll though he's part later. of the elite. Yeah, but I, I'll talk about that later of like how great Adam Cole was presented. But uh, the match, like the Big Show match, Sleeper, uh, Britt is, Brit is, I mean, Britt Baker is one of the best women wrestlers out here, but necessarily her match was, was decent. It was good. Um, who else? And who cares about uh, shit? Miro, eh, like I, I rock with Miro, but. He's where he was in a WWE fucking mid card. Mid card, so which I have no difference. I have a. He could just. Chris, we're just talking about that. Like, it's not. And like how you said, he's mid card there. He's mid card here. It's nothing wrong with being a solid mid card guy. There's nothing wrong with that. But you know, people kind of overblow. They they kind of blow it out of proportion when it when it happens in WWE. Like, why is he just stuck in the mid card? Because like some guys are just not meant to be stars. They just don't blow up like that. He's he has good personality, like you know. He he can put on decent matches, but he's a he's a solid mid card guy. That's it. Yeah, and nothing nothing wrong. You need mid carders who can occasion up in mid card who occasionally fight for that belt. But at the moment where he's currently presenting, mid card is mid card. Mid card as fuck. Um, and it is what it is. When Alistair Black won't that, or when uh shit punk. We'll take that. Or Daniel Bryan is perfect for a belt like that in which you defend it every week, things of that nature. You put on banger matches every time it is. So 
all the match. Oh, and Kenny Omega was, you know, it's Kenny Omega. He won. Um, now, I want to talk about the debuts, and uh, I want to kind of bring up a conversation uh, about this, right? About, like, how great in a turning point for their company. I'm not going to say for all the wrestling and WWE need to pull their pants up because I don't give a fuck about that. Like, WWE is looking globally while AEW is still trying to take over the States. Um, so, when when you look at how great, you know, Adam Cole was presented, you got to get kudos to the E for that shit. Because you, you debuted with Brian and you automatically look like a star next to Daniel Bryan. And it's fucking Daniel Bryan. And as much as, you know, if you play the both sides, I mean, if you play the argument with these two companies, but you want to say, oh, well, this is like a WWE thing. They they did right in building Adam Cole to make him feel like this shit. But Adam Cole learned a lot from WWE in the sense of, I'm a fucking star. And when I get to that other place, he, him and David Bryant overshadow everybody in that fucking ring. Yes. And that Absolutely. is an amazing, amazing feat to do. Um, I feel and like even... I think, not to cut you off, but just to kind of add on to that, this is the thing I think a lot of people don't understand. The benefit of working in WWE, you learn not just... You know, you, like, they expect you to wrestle. If, you, if not, you're going to get better over time. But being an indie guy, you know how to wrestle. Going, leaving WWE, you're going to be a better entertainer. You're going to know how to just make everything Your look great on TV. The presentation. You just get, it's not going to be sloppy no more, if that makes sense. Unless you want to do death matches with John Moxley, but that's different. But that's the, that's the glorious benefit I think that they will bring to AEW that I think they very much need is the Yo, we're going to know how to put on a show for the TV, not just for the crowd as well. So, just to add on to it. But go ahead, you good. Yeah, so when you so when you look at that, shout out to that. It was an amazing moment made. The pay-per-view, who is looking like a 6 out of 10, immediately <laughs> 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10. You know, just the way it was. Now, I want to get to a conversation that niggas are not going to have. And this is why I say it's extremely WW, WCW-esque, is that these niggas are not young. <laughs> like, nobody is Except that Adam Cole. Adam Cole the just level. hit 30. Adam Cole, is, Adam Cole just turned, like, 31. Yeah, Adam Cole's still uh, young for wrestling. Kenny Omega is damn near 40, if not 40 already. Okay. The Bucks aren't We about to do anymore. some stuff. So, Adam Cole is 32. That's decently aged, right? Damn, Ray Ripley is twenty-four. That's like prime. That Fuck. Third, you know, like I didn't know Ray Ripley was, was like so young. Like, but I think for he women, it's thirty-seven to get years in. old. Can you make us thirty-seven years old? Ten, yeah. ten years from now, when the company is booming at its best, because it take time for shit like that. Or five years from now, he'll be in his forties. Um, can you make what that's thirty-seven? Um, you look at Brian. He's forty. Dave Brown hit 40s with the brain of fucking mashed potatoes. I don't even want to look at CM Punk. I ain't even got to look at that shit. Chris, fuck. So, like, these niggas are not young. So it's extremely WCWS. Even if you look at FTR, H, like, if you even look at, oh, my God, that's horrible. 
uh, Cash Wilder and all them niggas, like, you look at them, they're not young either. Like, hold on, let me see. May 17, 1987. These people are not young. He's 34. Like, these wrestlers being at the age that they are, you got to think about this is wrestling years. Like, this is not fucking uh, the other nigga, Dax. He fucking, he 37. So, like, these are not, like, young niggas. And, but they go catch, like, the thing is, if they do it right, when you're looking at the, when you're looking at the Darbies, when you're looking at the, 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 um. The MJF. MJF is 25. Yeah. I, I looked up Young Buck and Buck, and they gave me Young Buck. He's 40. Um, <laughs> shout out to Young Buck. Uh, <laughs> make, so, like, the Bucks are 36, uh, 36, and the other one is such and such and such and such. Like, Cody Rhodes, 36. Jericho is fucking 50. John Moxley, 35. These are not, like, Brian Cage niggas. is 37. I forgot Brian Cage is with that company. Exactly. These are not <laughs> young niggas, right? So, what happens with this type of situation is that they will get older. WWE does a good job of protecting their talent in the fact that you're not going to do this high, you know, style. And it bites them in the ass a lot. But you're not going to do this high octane style and we can't use you 10 years from now. You know what I mean? That's when Dave Bryan was saying he was Vince was too protective of me. Like they was gonna let me go to New Japan and do the New Japan stuff, but he was too protective of me. And because Dave Bryan wants to fucking wrestle wrestle, and wants to be Chris Benoit, and Vince don't want another uh, Chris Benoit situation. So in this in this situation, they're old, but if they can if they can catch that fire. And use the young talent, use the older talent, probably young. Something that WCW had a hard time doing because of egos mm-hmm. and shit like that. And egos will run rampant in AEW. And a lot of the people you see now would not be in AEW two, three, four years from now. Just Maybe not the case is going to happen. The same thing that happened with WCW. And I won't like, because a lot of people think you're like, oh, you compare WCW. Vince not going to buy this because Tony got... Well, I'm not going to say that. Impact. Vince still haven't bought Impact. And that was supposed to be somewhat of a competitor at one time. That wrestling company is still going to survive. Even if it's not on TNT no more, it's still going to survive on another network just because people want... If you can bring 500,000 viewers, people want that on a television. So when you... On a television channel, when you... When you... If you could... You know, use that because what WWE did when it was in the Monday Night Wars and shit like that, and it was in the thick of it, not the beginning, because the beginning was hot, and then it died down until nobody gave a fuck about ratings no more, right? Yep. Until now, but <laughs> what they did, they scouted a lot of young talent from the niggas. Biggest did. one being fucking Jericho. When Jericho became a free agent. What they do, they scoop that nigga up. Immediately. immediately made him a star in that company. Yep. So Big Show. We got Big, Big Show in Show, this time. Paul White, yeah. Paul White. Chris like Benoit. A lot of 
a lot of niggas until they had that ugly ass invasion in which they couldn't get the bigger names because ego is an ego. But that's what happened. Like that, this and history repeats itself all the time. Is this going to be especially the in wrestling? Is this going to be the end times for WWE? No, I think WWE shit is going to smell a lot louder because of AEW. That's a fucking course. Like, when there's something so hot, like, say, for instance, if you are, say, for instance, we can relate this to the other thing that we talk about in this podcast, basketball. When you think of an athletic point, those, that type of point guard always get overshadowed by the next athletic point guard. It's just the way it is. Like, you start to see what, not even just the, just the next popular point guard, you start to smell the this, this, this shit of that other point guard. Like, when you look at like when you look at somebody like Russell Westbrook, his flaws because of other great point guards are amplified, and it's just the way it fucking is. Like look at look at somebody like fucking like how we will never like no, it's because he getting cru- crucified now for some apparent reason. But we used to can talk shit about Curry. We yeah. Oh my god, fucking Kyrie. Kyrie couldn't even get talked about. Kyrie was bulletproof for a good minute. Yeah, he had a two three like, years but, of being bulletproof. <laughs> but it was until he decided he didn't want to play with LeBron. That's when the shots started. No, nah, it was more. No, even it after that, just, he, he was definitely more bulletproof after that. Yeah, he was bulletproof after that. It was the Boston situation. Then eyes going elsewhere because of Kyrie's injuries and stuff like that. Right, Curry still being the best point guard in the league in other situations and, and all that. But when you look at when you look at those, look at Westbrook. Shit, look at John Wall. Besides the injury, John Wall's shit was starting to stink before he got injured, bro. Motherfucker look like John Wall can't shoot. John Wall can't do this. He can dunk, but can he really do this? Can he lead a team? Because like that's just the way it is in sports. So WWE shit is gonna stink. Raw is gonna be harder to watch because of what's popping in that other company. Yeah. Hello? They treat that. All right. Somehow we just lost. Money chasing out the 24 7 championship. Why? Why is they doing this? Why is Alaska Bliss got these psycho powers? Like, you're going to get more of that. Like, you're going to get more of that and you're going to get this bullshit. But I think what AW did was good for wrestling as a scope. The last thing that AW fans want. And the last thing that I don't think AW, because if they smart, they wouldn't care. But it's to say, okay, let's make this a full blown war. Because there's a difference when, not even I just say like somebody like Vince be like, oh, we're going to put on the best show, such and such. Because it's all about making money. The difference when wrestlers take it personal. You know what I mean? There's a lot of crazy fucking promos in WWE. There's a lot of crazy promo guys. Charlotte is a promo savant. Like Ooh. niggas, people just don't fucking like her, and it's because of the way she talked and how many brains she, she learned got. from her pops. G. <laughs> so like, niggas don't like Charlotte. Niggas like like Bailey better at what she was years ago. Um, we don't know if we ever gonna see Sasha again, but Becky, Becky is the one. <laughs> Becky is number two in terms of stardom in the company 
And then in terms of fucking stardom just worldwide, she's probably number fucking one when it comes to active rosters. And she's a promo savant. So, like, you kind of don't want that. And I would see WWE just too focused on making homegrown talent and doing what you do that got you there. Do you have to change it up a bit? Yes. Like, rematches on Raw kills that fucking show. It just does. It gets yeah. unbearable to watch. Just continuously watching rematches and you ask yourself, why? Or everything gets turned to a fucking tag team. Like, that gets, it gets blaring. Like, it's something that you like, well, WWE always did it. We know. But shit's gonna start stinking more. Like, people are gonna complain even more. Even though I'll be like, you just don't watch the shit. Like, I, I know when I'm about to watch Raw. I know if I'm gonna sit there for three hours and watch that shit. Now, until the 10, I fucking don't. Same. Catch up. Like, I, I will know yeah. if I'm about to watch my recording of Raw or I'm, I'm actually gonna watch it or I'm gonna skim through the parts I wanna see. Or I just wait for all the highlights to show up on YouTube at like 11. Just that. You know, Twitter. Twitter highlights are fast. Exactly. Like, I keep up with Raw a lot through Twitter. No, no, SmackDown, I watch SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown, I actually take the time to watch. I'm at work at that time. Also, like, the boys in the party be watching it, so I watch too. SmackDown is usually really good television. It's just like, I don't understand why two shows can't coexist like that. Even with something like NXT. With NXT... The new age NXT that people are over, like, Scared WWE about. do this all the time when it comes to this shit. And people just want to be the next wrestling journalism. So they ask these questions and NXT changing and shit like that. Or they won't click on their podcast and YouTube talking about brand. WWE do this all the time. They always do revamps. They always, this is new, the new Friday night SmackDown. Right. Insert, insert subtitle here. Like, you know, Raw is Roar is still Monday Night Raw. It's still fucking such and such and such and such. Like, it's just the way it is. NXT will forever still be NXT. It's just going to have this new look so people can, you know what? Let's watch NXT this week and see what happens. Ain't shit going to change. <laughs> it's what it is. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa still going to be scared to move up. Right? But they will hopefully focus on newer people within that company. Uh, there's reports going out that Gable, the Olympic gold medalist, turned down every bag known to man in the UFC. He said he want to protect his chicken. That he signed with the WWE. Yep. So let's him see what they brother. can do. That's yeah, his a brother fucking, there too. Him and his brother. That's a fucking that stardom. Like you can get somebody that's a legit gold medalist who got the personality to be like, all right, let's see what you can do. You let's get it. You Maybe already, say, have, you already have in ring capabilities. We're just going to tell you, show you how to do it. Our way, yeah. And then you naturally athletic and black, like, and you a fucking damn near almost mulatto, so they definitely gonna put your face there. Exactly. So, like Rock two point I'm saying, yeah. like, you you do it all. I was thinking something like Kurt. Kurt definitely. And they got him young too. He's only he's younger than us. Wait, nigga, what? He's younger than us. He's like 20, 21, 22. So he's around that Brock age when Brock. First day oh, yeah, they, like they know what they're doing. <laughs> they know yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> and they got him and his brother, and they said his brother. This nigga 21 years old. Gee, that, gee, see, they know what they're doing. I told I love my Lord in Christ to, like, man, I love him. Love him to death. I, I love, I, I'll never. They actually did. They did a good job. 
not to like really bring in the race car thing again, but they did a good job finding black talent again. That's yeah. actually really good. That actually has personalities. Like Carmelo Hayes is nice. Odyssey, yeah. uh, Odyssey is 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 nice. That's it's another uh, it's another guy that they found. But uh, no, like uh, what I was saying is, you know, I love my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but he definitely be playing favorites because that nigga twenty one. He looked like he already got his life set up ahead of him. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? But, <laughs> like, uh, like to end, you know, you know fuck the f- I don't even talk about AEW fans. They're not about to. It's, it's trick. Like, it's the same thing of Brian haters. It's the same. Not all they fans. It's, it's some niggas that just really like wrestling. But the niggas who be like, I'll start watching wrestling and start watching sports entertainment. Now y'all in 17 years. Like, I don't listen to that shit. You know what I mean? Like I got some for them niggas. Like when it comes to people who really just enjoy the product of wrestling, let's get it. But if you you got a company that you if it's your favorite company, let's fucking go. Like be let's get it. If it's your favorite company. Enjoy what you consume. Stuff like that. Damn near, I'm about to start watching this shit on Thursday. Not watch it, watch it. you know I watch it. But I damn near wanna, you know, like if Adam Cole wrestling, let me see it get a match out of that or Especially a Daniel Bryan match. What's the without to do in the WWE work style? That's a can't miss type shit. But like, I don't give a fuck about those fans. Just like Braun fans. I mean Braun stands and fans. Just like hey. Mike stands. It's just like niggas who don't like Cartoon Network, New Age Cartoon Network. It's just like anime elitists. It's just a bunch of neck beard fuck boys. Like that's it. Like I look at having these niggas profile pictures, I'm like, ah, fuck your wife. And she wouldn't. She wouldn't even tell you. You wouldn't even have the. You wouldn't even have the luxury of being a cuck. Like you wouldn't even have a luxury of being a cuck. You you, you would be. You a person call that a luxury. Hey, at least he know what's going on. You gotta find <laughs> out when you want X videos because she wouldn't give you none in your bathroom. And you see me rolling her from behind. That's what you'll see. You'll see trail sad. A, a slightly overweight black man doing what you couldn't do because all you care about is AEW. And WWE feud, but that's all I gotta say. Uh, y'all can cook from yeah, yeah. the the rap. Yeah, the, well, Tyler, you go ahead and I'll wrap it up. Um. Oh, another one of the pickups that they had. They picked up um Ruby or oh, form Ruby Soho. Form. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Dang, I hey, Nick, I think hey, that was a good hey, you talking about a women's star right, right there, bro? Look. Look. Hey, <laughs> that's a star. Don't they, fumble it. <laughs> They tweaked. They missed out on that. I'm not even going to cap. Yeah. I, hey, AW, get that women's division together because that's somebody who could carry your division until Jade is ready. Or you got Kira Hogan, but she's part of AWPN right now. So, you know. Oh, UPN. <laughs> Be that way. But uh, go ahead, Tyler. But, um, Where we where where we leave off at on the show? Because I think uh, you, that might no, have been he it. was talking. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about AEW shit or whatever. Um, I I definitely like my my thoughts in it is like I'm definitely more interested in it because it seems like it's becoming more consistent, and that was the main thing that I was looking for in the beginning. Like obviously, you got to give something time to be consistent, and, you know. So I had to give it time, and uh, you know, the pickups that they've been making are great. They, you know, you have. You have face value now. You have a lot of face value now. You had, you know, you had Moxley and Jericho now, but you actually had guys 
that can now, you know, carry your nightly show on a regular basis where you don't have to rely on the, on the same two, three guys every night. So I think it's good that they're finding some consistency. I definitely think, um, you know, with the whole, oh, WWE needs to do this conversation, it's like at the end of the day, and I had to tell my friend this the other day when he had called me, at the end of the day, WWE is the machine. They don't have to do anything radically different unless they're starting to lose money. Like, that's just it. I don't really I, – I, it's stuff that I would like for them to do differently. You know, nine times out of ten, it's probably not. Nine times out of ten, it, pro- it might. But, like I said, like, they're the machine. They're going to do whatever they feel like is going to make them money. So, if they feel like they need to make a change that's going to make them money, they'll do it. If they don't feel like it, then they won't. Like you said, like, they're going to change up their product every so many years with the new NXT rebranding. I don't think it's going to be as bad as it as people are trying to make it out to be. But if it does, then, you know, that sucks for them. So, yeah, and to kind of piggyback on what you said, Tyler, WWE going to do what the hell they want to do. Exactly. They know what works. As Their thing is, as long as they get in a consistent milli off Raw and SmackDown, their ratings is okay, the merch sales don't go too bad, downly and shit like that, they are fine. But at the same time, they know when they can push the button and make things prosper. But also, the wrestling industry needs, and I think this is what the fans really need to understand, the wrestling companies need WWE to continue to succeed and prosper because as long as the top dog is prospering and they're churning talent and take capacity, that's 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 good for y'all wrestling seriously until wwe took it seriously exactly like as long as wwe continues to be top dog you gotta look at it like disney regardless if like there's disney and mcu as much as i know datra hates superhero movies with a passion mcu prospering gave way for the dc extended universe to be a thing whether no matter how poorly warner brothers chose to handle this shit Regardless, it gave a window for it. As long as MCU prospers, continue to make bank off every little thing, Shang Chi make freaking money. But it was gonna, it's, it's, it was gonna make money regardless. They said Shang Chi, Shang Chi about to make nine figures. So exactly, it's, it's making bank. As long as WWE making bank, wrestling's making bank. As long as WWE cont- continuously gets ratings, AEW Impact, all the other niggas is gonna get ratings because it's good for wrestling. It promote it's good for the product. It's good for the culture of wrestling. You need WWE to prosper for everything else to prosper. It's like if, if the mountain if the mountaintop crumbles, the whole mountain's fucked. Think of it like that. So yeah. But anyway, but my they wrap this up. My my issues. Especially when it comes to these to these T V deals and stuff. Because imagine if WWE just the you know, USA and Fox is like, fuck it, we don't want you guys anymore. And nobody else decides to pick you up. And it just, that hurts everybody else. Exactly. You think Impact already doesn't have a TV deal like that no more. They definitely not going to get one. And if you not going to get one. It just depends. They can. I think it just depends. They can. But I'm just saying, like, if WWE was to, 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 if if it was to just fail for for them, it hurts everybody else. So with the TV shit, this is what people got to understand. A smidget of me knowing how TV works. Just a smidget. Of my knowledge from my schooling and shit like that. Don't ask, don't just just know. Where TV works, streaming is a thing, right? Just like us with video yep. games. Streaming is a mm-hmm. thing. So 
if you can get anything that can get you a hundred thousand viewers, two hundred thousand viewers on a night like fucking uh, 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 at, at, at six o'clock on a fucking Thursday, they will take you. Now, yep. if if a show on a six o'clock like like MTV won't take it because on Wednesday it's a challenge doing more than everybody else. The, the challenge shits so on everybody, and the challenge is this season's a little mid, and they still shit so, like, on everybody. The or if you look at like 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 fucking Cartoon Network, they bring back the OGD shows, these shows. Like, why would I do that while Amazing War and Gumball and Teen Titans go? We we do the reruns and marathons every fucking week, and we get six hundred million viewers every day. There was a time when Gumball, when 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 Impact was on Spike TV, there was a time when Midday Gumball was hitting more ratings than Impact. So this also shows how much ratings don't give a fuck. But that's just how it is. The same thing with like the UFC. Like you think fucking Fight Nights is doing crazy amount of numbers where half of us watch that shit illegally and the other half watch that shit on ESPN Plus? No. It's doing moderate numbers. But ESPN got that shit right there because what else can be right here? We're not about to play fucking Julia Baseball. Ain't nobody gonna watch that shit. So like, as much as like, would they be able to find a whole like AEW, if TNT stopped their contract now, AEW will be on fuck it. They're still the same. It's still Time Warner, but it will be on TBS. It'll be on Destination America. It can be on fucking Cartoon Network, like Adult Swim. Like it will be on fucking TNT. No, it's on TNT. Fucking FX. Like, like shit. It'll be on HBO Max. They will have their own streaming service. It will go the New Japan route. Like, it will always survive because of it has a a way. I mean, it is something that people will wrestling fans. Most of these niggas are old. And most of these niggas are cultists. Like WWE has a lot of reason Raw, SmackDown still do these numbers. WWE has a lot of old fans who still tune into this shit day in, day out. They tell their grandkids, come on, let's watch the SmackDown. Let's watch some Raw. Woody, woody, woody. So, like, this shit is always going to be popular. Now, is it a renaissance? Yeah, it definitely is. But for right now, like, I don't think nothing's ever going to happen, especially, especially with. Like, I don't see AEW in any time in the future ever going to be in the situation where they're fucked. Will the Raiders get low? Of course. Did they hit their peaks? Maybe. But, like, I don't think it'll ever be in a situation like the way it is. The big dog always going to overshadow them, though. Yes. Motherfuckers probably think AEW is still WWE. Like, a lot of niggas, it was funny. It's like, literally so they, Is Punk going to be on Raw? If y'all was going to see the fucking tweets I was looking at. Is Punk a when they what Punk at? I thought Punk was back. Like motherfuckers don't know. <laughs> like geez, like like literally this, and that just shows how the casual fan is. That's just that's the casual fan. So it is what it is. But uh, but yeah. So but regardless, I just need the fans to shut the fuck up. I'm coming for y'all fades because some of y'all acting like y'all like this. The one person I'm disappointed to. I know Baki gonna listen to this. I want you on this podcast one day. I'm disappointed in you because you grew up, and I'm going to put your age out there, but you grew up in the Monday Night Wars, and you had the nerve to compare AEW WCW. No. <laughs> in terms of in-ring product. WCW was some slow, maniacal-ass wrestling outside the cruiserweights. No. <laughs> and I'm watching WCW right now, unfortunately. No. I'm disappointed in you the most, G. But fuck a lot of these AEW fans. Shout out to the cool ones and all that. Y'all my niggas and all of that. Uh, but 
And also, uh, I'm, not, I'm gonna keep it 100 buck with you, bro. I am not missing another AEW Chicago show. Oh I'm yeah, yeah, I'm bro. Like, no, I was about to get to that. They try. I was about to get to that. You remember? Uh, remember my homie Jeremiah who who did an episode with us last yeah. year? He yeah. invited me to go to the Friday night show, G, and I had to work. I was Dumbass. mad. I was oh, like, fuck off, G. Yo, I was, yo, he, he, hit, G. he hit me up. No, he hit me up mid like mid route. So I was already like shit. I couldn't leave. It, it was I was already stuck. So I was hurt. I was really hurt, but like yo ass wild. Yeah, bro. gee, I, I trust me. Them tickets I be wanted fucking to go. Twenty five dollars, bro. They try, I ain't I never listen to that shit. I wanted to go, so I know I I would take that L. But uh, he was also supposed to be on the power with us, but he might we'll get him on next week. But uh, but yeah, I but gee, I was low key disappointed. But I won't. I don't want to miss another Chicago show because they they know they doing their thing and we it's just the support. But and they have the United the Center. Exactly. One of the greatest arenas in the world. <laughs> exactly. And for y'all, it's around the corner. So I was walking Literally, distance. Walk up the street. You know, y'all probably saw a bunch of neck beards and little filthy looking motherfuckers. So I can just imagine how niggas probably stunk. But, I ain't gonna cut. I started because they said no Ubers or nothing was around that time. Like after all out, I thought about like, bro, if I just go up there, ski masked up. Hey, G, get a rob some. Look, act like I got a little thing on me. Like, y'all in Chicago now, play boy. <laughs> exactly, man. Need that. You thought it was cute around here, nigga? Up there, shit, nigga. Give me, give me that sting shirt, nigga. Fuck out of here. <laughs> but, wait, but shout out to AW, uh, Tyler. Uh, run through the highlights of rest, uh, WWE this past week. <laughs> um, basically, so Raw is, for whatever reason, Raw is really the only show that's building up to Extreme Rules right now. Um. <laughs> Last, to do. It, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm raw. I've been I've been slowly tuning out more and more. So I really just catch like the highlights. Like I said, I I catch them on YouTube at 11 because I be like doing other shit. But um, basically so far leading up to Extreme Rules, we're gonna have I'm, I forget if it's official, but um, Randy versus Bobby for the uh for the for the big belt. Um, Sheamus and Damian Priest get their return match for the U.S. belt. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. I think that's just been made official. Um, I think, I think that's, that's all it. so far that's made official for for Extreme Rules. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Nate, uh, this the SmackDown route would definitely probably be Finn Balor, Roman again, or Roman and fucking Edge again, or somebody. I think it's Roman Dean and Seth. Man. No, so I think Seth and, and Edge are gonna get a return match, which I'm fine uh, with. That. No, they they fight at the Garden this Friday. Oh yeah, yeah. blow the roof off the place. Well, depend depend on how that goes, actually. But um, um last last week on SmackDown, uh, Becky, she I think she started off the show. She started off the show, you know, talking about her return again. How you know she doesn't owe anybody anything and shit like that. And you know, Bianca came out and was like, you know, we could do this right now. Becky is like, nah, we're gonna wait until it. Oh, yeah, that was the, the first SmackDown match to get uh confirmed for Extreme Rules. It's Becky yeah. and Bianca, so that should be a good one. Um, uh, what was next? Well, oh, I like what they're doing with um starting to do with Dominic again. They putting him back in the singles circuit, they got him in this uh, in this, in this, these last two matches against Sami Zayn, been pretty decent. 
and he's been losing and getting pissed off because Ray keeps trying to baby him and he keeps telling him, you know, I'm gonna put you out on your own. But at the same time, he comes out and you know, acts like he's a baby and gotta help him. And Dominic gets pissed pissed at him. You know, let me if Yo, I'm gonna fail, let me fail on my own. Hey, I need Dominic to say, "You ain't my real daddy, G." I will cry. <laughs> it's, been, it's, it's definitely leading up to that. He's not even my real daddy, nigga. I will cry laughing, bro. Um, yeah, Sami Zayn just beat him two times in a row. I think he's they they they've doing a good job of slowly building Dominic in in different ways, like how they slowly built him up as a tag team competitor now, rebuilding him as a singles competitor. So I like what they're doing with Dominic so far. Um, oh no, I think the opening was um. Last week was the Usos and the Street Poppers. They had a pretty good match. I can't wait for them to chop it up again. I've been waiting for them to get into the ring with each other. Um, uh, oh, another thing that's kind of that's kind of annoying, and I try not to pay attention to it because it, you know, paying attention to shit like that can ruin your wrestling experience. People need to stop complaining about. Oh, so they thought I thought they were gonna do something big with Cesaro. He hasn't won a match since uh since he beat Seth at WrestleMania. It's like big deal. You know, they they trying something new. They got him in a you act like he's not on TV at all. That first it was like, Oh, he's not on TV. Then you put him on TV, wins a couple matches, and you expect him to, you know, get boosted all the way up to, you know, the number one guy. It don't always work like that. And I I like Cesaro a lot. I'm a Cesaro fan, but you know, they got other plans. Got to wait and see what happens with them. They're doing that? a good job building up um, Chad Gable and Otis as a team again. It's working. And Otis, the way Otis, they, actually, Otis is a threat now looking a, like Darius. Looking like Darius, he's a threat. Yeah. <laughs> I take him serious. Just because that nigga ain't got no beard. And no yeah, neck. he look like Darius. <laughs> It's the threat of it. It's something about looking like Darius. Like, you know what? Yeah, G might throw me halfway across the moon. Shit. Literally flattening niggas' rib cages for like the last two months. So he's he's a threat right now to some to some people. Um, what else came up? Uh, I don't remember any other women's matches coming up or anything. I know they had Tony Storm finally pop back up again. You know, Dolph Ziggler was trying to, you know, hey, come check out my match or whatever. She's like, yeah, I'm trying to see Rick Boogs, man. Go have to move around with that shit. Um, Rick Boogs versus. I did. Dolph I Ziggler. damn near crowd. Tony Storm said that to me. I damn near ball. I don't fall down to my knees. Okay. <laughs> <I'm gonna be laughs> Gee, I'm sorry, G. I'm like that. Come on, man. Oh, shout out to whoever tweeted. When Bailey and uh, Tony Storm finally hit the ring together and they showed the ring, fuck collapse. Bro, that's gonna be a fucking thunderclap. Oh my god. Hey man. I down there. I down there get tickets to that show. I want to be the ref. Plain and simple. Yeah, I want to be, be the, the mat. <laughs> Every time they fall, that's me. I catch right. the impact. All right, all right. That's our next segment of the day. So let's move on. Um. Uh oh, Paul Heyman. You know he's slowly getting into hot water with with the uh, with the bloodline. He literally had uh, Brock Brock Lesnar's theme was his ringtone. He tried to ignore it the first time. Brock called again, said, "You know, you know what's about to happen, right? You know I'm about to uh I'm about to get in your boy's ass again, right?" Paul was like, "Um, 
yeah, we we said something. I'll see you next Friday. And then um, Big E, he ended up being he snuck around. He was the janitor, and he pulled up with the uh, with the briefcase again, just maniacally laughing at uh, at Paul Heyman. It was hilarious. The way Paul, the way Big E and and Caleb Braxton been pulling up on him has been so funny. Yeah. Um, oh, Finn and Roman had a really good uh, Universal Championship match. They he got um, Finn got attacked before the match started by the Usos, of course. He you know he toughed it out and still put on a pretty good match. Uh, Roman won, of course, but at the end they did a slight tease to the Demon um, gimmick coming back. It was a uh, you know the red light flash with the heartbeat and you know everything stopped for a second but then they you know they just kept moving so last week was a uh it was a good build up to the msg show uh brock is supposed to be coming back this week cena is going to be back again like you said edge versus seth that's going that's going to be a slap another slapper match um i think that was all that they announced for so oh supposedly the undertaker supposed to be showing up yeah. You know, just just because it's an MSG show and you just want to get you know as many names as possible, I guess. Probably just you know just another one-off appearance. Hopefully, I, I pray it's not setting up another Crown Jewel match because I'm I already don't like that's the Crown Jewel paper. That, hey, that blood money G is different, bro. That's that shit coming, mo- boy. That blood money hit different, bro. Who That's do you even put him up against at this point? Like, what the hell? For what? Put him against almost shit. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Gee, they almost dropped that nigga. Drop that nigga. Gee, I will cry. <laughs> I will cry. They almost dropped that nigga. Gee. He gonna yell at the take Undertaker and be like, "I'm legit seven feet. You just six ten, nigga." Undertaker ain't six ten. That nigga like six six, seven. six eight. Still taller than both of us, so he'll send us to God. But <laughs> oh, another funny thing that I might have to check out. So Netflix, WWE, and Netflix got a movie coming out. It's called Escape the Undertaker. Oh, yeah. it's with the new, new day, day on it, yeah. That Escape the Undertaker Mansion. I might have to just check that out. Just, just that's gonna be on. That's literally but, um, a boring watch. That I'm gonna be like, I'm bored. I'm gonna watch this because I'm like, yeah. why would you make this? But okay, <laughs> all right. That's probably another reason why he's popping up now that I think about it. Promote that, yeah, I can see that. Because that's coming out in October, I believe. And Crown Jewel is in October, so put two and two together, I guess. Secure the bag alert. <laughs> but yeah, SmackDown was SmackDown was fun last week. It's consistently still the best show that they got going on right now. Um I think that's what happened it. on NXT. Oh yeah, NXT uh I know EO came back tonight. Thank God. Yeah, EO came. Yeah, back. yeah they because uh, they EO Shirai and um, what's her tag team partner name again? The racist bitch. Damn, she racist. Suppose she's MAGA. Oh well. Um, they def- they um defended and retained their tag titles tonight. I think I saw and um Manny Rose and um and the mother of. Two women, I can't remember their names, came out and attacked them afterwards. Um, Carmelo Hayes lost to Santos Escobar, I believe. Uh, Roderick Strong and his group is, uh, I forget, I keep forgetting these people's names. Diamond Mine. Diamond Mine. No, it's 
they they got a different name for the two dudes that they had because they keep they keep bringing in new talent. Oh, for you them talking about week. Brutus and Judas? Yeah, the brothers. Hmm. Some shit like that. Maybe somebody. Um, I think NXT. What time is it? NXT is over by now, right? Yeah. I haven't seen the rest of the highlights for tonight, but basically everything they just kind of setting up for the new rebranding. I guess it. So far, you don't really see anything drastic that's really changing. They just really change setting up um Samoa Joe's next opponents. They're, yeah, you know, they still Pete making Dunn, good Chomp, use of their guys. Pete Dunne, Ciampa, L.A. Knight, and Kyle O'Reilly in a fatal four-way next week uh, for the number one contender. I think Pete Dunne is winning that. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I think Pete Dunne is winning that. And Raquel Gonzalez and Frank Monet's fighting for the title next week as well. I think Frank and Monet's probably winning that. Yeah, I can see it. Because I think she, like... I like Raquel. I risk it off her tall Latino ass, but um, she ain't doing it with that belt. <laughs> yeah, I, she's kind of. It's been a, a boring run. Not, yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah, you and you could just send her up and figure something out with her for the main roster. Like she, she's she she ran her course for NXT, but uh, but yeah. So NXT in decent hands. So it is what it is. Um. But let's go ahead and move on. Let's get to basketball. Uh, ain't nothing happened. Besides, they announced the COVID rules uh, for the NBA. Uh, pretty much, if you're not a player, you need to be vaccinated. That's what. That's pretty much the gist of it. But they want you to be vaccinated, pretty much. The key is they want to get vaccinated. Uh, there are benefits to if you are vaccinated. If you are not vac- if you're an unvaccinated player, you cannot sit with your teammates on plane rides and buses. <laughs> You're separated. Uh, even though that's not the team Uber. Exactly. But at the same time, these niggas going to go out to dinner together and shit afterwards. So what difference does it make? Uh, so you only prevent so much, but it is what it is. But uh, that's that really. So also next week we are going to do. Uh, happen, right? You said what? Oh shit! I didn't peep. I thought y'all was silent. Never mind. Go ahead. No, but uh, yeah, I was saying uh, did it? Oh yeah. Uh, it was one last thing I was gonna say. Before. Oh yeah, we're going to uh next week. We're doing our top fifty again. So uh, Tyler, this is your first time joining us in top fifty. Uh, I'm probably making some more dr- slightly drastic changes on my top twenty in. I think outside of that, everything else is kind of staying the same for me. But uh, my top 20 is getting rearranged. Giannis is in my top 20. That's all I'm saying in regards to that. Like, that nigga resume is ridiculous now. So, it's just, I'm throwing them in there for for Pete's sake. It's only right. But, uh, but yeah, so, we're doing our top 50 next week. Have that shit ready. So, we can uh, argue Patrick Ewing over Isaiah Thomas part two. So, so yeah. I didn't know what we got to argue that shit for. It's only I ain't gonna get argue. We we know what's the deal, yo. We know what's happening. Hey man, we we we, we real real bottles, no. <laughs> it's all about real bottles. <laughs> the biggest know. plot twist. The biggest plot twist is gonna be when Tyler throws in a motherfucking uh puts uh puts Hakeem in the top three and says he's better than Kareem. I'm gonna be like, all right, nigga, all right, bro. 
makes you think I was I was I'm gonna be the one to say that. I don't know. <laughs> I just I don't know. I never asked you who your top five is, and I just never bothered to ask. So, but what's safe for the pod next yeah. week? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> safe for the pod next week. I, but, I already know who's going to say something wild. I don't think it's going to be me. <laughs> look, man. Look, man. I, I, look, man. What I might do, man, it might piss a few people off, but just know Paul Pierce is in my negative 50, so fuck that nigga, G. I Always. got my mind made up. You said what? I got my man made up. Oh, okay. Hey, go crazy. Yeah, my top five is pretty much set. It's everybody else. Yep, so... But uh, let's go ahead. We're gonna do our. <laughs> We're gonna. So at first I said we was gonna watch the whole thing of the game seven, but then I realized I love myself and I love my friends. I wouldn't put them through what I had to watch to prep for this podcast. So we're going to watch pretty much the end of the third quarter of the game seven of the two thousand and five NBA Finals. Uh, this is some nasty ass basketball, people. And Rasheed Wallace is bogus for being proud of the fact that this was his era and forgetting that LeBron ran this era as well. But it is what it is when it comes to that. So if you are watching this with us, we're at we starting our watch at 58 minutes and 27 point on YouTube. So you know where we're at. It's the NBA uh, version of the videos on their YouTube channel. So you can watch it on there with us. If you so choose to get our reactions because I'm not about to get copyright strict because I chose to literally post the whole the post a big clip of the video on our on the on our stream. So I'm not stupid. But uh we're gonna get ready to get started. Are uh, you guys have it up on y'all phones or whatever? Yeah. No, send me the um It's in the group chat, Tyler. Oh, okay. Like, this is going to be some nasty-ass basketball we're going to be watching here. It's really disgusting. Tyler, let me know when you're ready, and I hit play so we can get started. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so. Right, 50-46. Wait, do I need to mute myself? No, you good, Tyler. You no, good. It's good. just on my end. I'm, I'm going to uh, turn things down on my end. Tim Duncan in the post. Working. Ah, uh, hook shot. Miss. The ugliest. <laughs> Not even running in transition. Yo, who did? Why is it, Robert Horry on the court is disgusting. <laughs> Not even running in transition. No type of pace. None. Uh, draft. Ah, uh, pump fake. Brick. Oh, money. Tayshawn Prince. Cold. That's where it's weird saying Ginobili with hair. Tayshawn Prince is a lot of basketball players' favorite player, bro. Why? Sad. Manu, uh, outlet pass. Robert Horry, he's like, it's not the last shot, so I ain't got to do this. Bruce Bourne, in, Timmy, foul. Foul the hell out of uh, Tim Duncan. Oh, it's funny, Tim Duncan had a better line then than he did during the, damn, the tail one with the ball, but Tim Duncan well, I think I'm behind. Where y'all at in, later. in the video? You said what, Tyler? I th- said, I think I'm behind. Where y'all at in the video? Be at the, uh, go to the 50, almost 60 minute mark. Yeah. Okay. Because Tim Dunk's at the free throw line right now. It's funny because literally 
This could have been the uh the Pacers versus the Spurs. <laughs> In the Pacers versus the Spurs. Look at Darko on the bench, G. <laughs> it was supposed to be Melo. <laughs> literally. You literally got drafted him to put him on the fucking bench. Like, come on. He got his ring, though. Timmy hit the free throw. He make them when they count. And Tony on McDice. Always on Chris Miley team. Hey, and put in work. When I need to put in work, you put in Rasheed work. Rasheed Wallace, you know, came out and said LeBron went surviving his area. Apparently, you didn't either, my brother. Uh, Especially because LeBron was the one to end their era. Shit. Exactly. Something LeBron was sunning them even before he before that fi- before that uh, conference finals. He was sunning them. Because they literally, because this is the thing, they had no offensive threats, and they had nobody. They were a defensive team, but they weren't defending him. Exactly. <laughs> that's a. I think that's a game we should go back and watch too. When LeBron had that legendary fourth quarter on him, bro. What, gee, it, it's not that fun to watch either. G. <laughs> And, like, I, I've a, seen it again. Yeah, I, I, I already, I, no cap, he ain't lying. It's a lot of fucked up moves. Yeah, it, 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 it was like, yeah, I watched it live and I watched it again and I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> Yo, he went between both their ass. Tim Duncan, like, and look, man. Look, Tim Duncan, no, he didn't even celebrate after that. <laughs> like, another day, another day in the office. <laughs> Duncan without the lining, at the lining. Like I said, his line looks better here than it did in uh, the finals against the Heat. <laughs> they were Look how big the fucking shorts are. Disgusting. Shit. Was this before Adidas took over? This is before, I think. So this is when they had the Reebok. Bro, I hated the Reebok jerseys. <laughs> Them bitches shiny. <laughs> yeah, they were shiny and glistening. I was like, gee, like, why was that cool? Tim Duncan, worst yeah. enemy. The fucking referee called a foul on that clean ass box. Well, Brett Barry's on the court, G. That was a clean block. That was a very clean block. Skinny ass braids he got in his <laughs> disrespectful as <laughs> hell. Hey, would y'all roast me if I came over y'all crib with braids? Yes. Alright. It's <laughs> cause I never seen you with braids before. Dude, you can find a picture, it's probably still on my Facebook but I didn't yes, delete it. You can. <laughs> it is there. I know. Cause I have brung it up. Countless times. Definitely did. <laughs> you probably wouldn't be the worst person we've seen with braids. Uh, Nick probably top five. Funny. Me, uh, oh, it's it's another guy. Me and Chris, we all three of us know him. Oh, oh yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're, right. Yeah, you're not wrong. Nigga walked into the job with the O5 Madden braids. <laughs> Yo, that bank shot by Tim Duncan, fundamentally correct. Tim Duncan has ten points in this quarter. He's sunning Ben Wallace's ass. See, Muggs would sit there and be like, why did Robert Ho- why did they let that s- Robert Hoy switch to Rip Hamilton? Why did they let that switch? And that was a horrible mid-range shot. Like, nigga, you had Robert Hoy and go to the lane. Look at Tim Duncan, like, yeah, I don't care if Ben Wallace is a uh, defensive player of the year. Give him that work. Give him that work. Okay. 
I'm sorry if Bruce Bowen ain't karate chopped uh, Chauncey yet. I keep, funny thing is, I keep seeing them. They keep doing these these cutaways where Bruce Bowen and, and Chauncey are right next to each other. Why they look like each other's variants? They damn. <laughs> damn. They both bald, ugly niggas. Well, man who wanted to score, name somebody that stopped. Because I, I haven't seen. It. You said what? <laughs> I said when man who wanted to score. Overtime game six. Huh? <laughs> Overtime game six. <laughs> I hear what you said. Overtime game six. Oh well. <laughs> oh, and a free throw. By the way, he missed the game winning free throw. I love my new game. Yo, my literally. Bet money, yo. They let Manu come in and dunk on that. <laughs> hey, but young Manu was a different breed. Young Manu was that nigga. Still my favorite international player. <laughs> yeah. These announcers ass. <laughs> I went, Mama. There goes that man. <laughs> After Tim Duncan hit a swagger, the hell was uh, that? <laughs> One for six. That's just, that's just disgusting. They're like, look, Tim Duncan, do something. It's the final ten seconds. Please do something. Tim Duncan, like, look, he is fouling the hell out of me, bro. This is before fans caught on to A. We got to be color coordinated for uh, finals games. Motherfuckers coming out to work. That too. Work shredded up and shit. Let me put this jersey over my uh my button up. <laughs> Ugly as hell. Disgusting. I wouldn't even let you in the arena if I was security guard. All right. Well, that person sit there and say, look, I am a millionaire. You're going to let me in. Well, that's different. He's probably already in the building. Robert Horry just being on this court is annoying. <laughs> He's not doing nothing of significance. And it's a close game. He hasn't even made an important shot. He's watching Tim Duncan get them get him his seventh ring. No, this is his uh no, what, this is six. This will be seven. Either six. No, no, this will be six. This will be six. This is his sixth ring. Yeah, he will get his what sixth. the fuck is his seventh one? Kobe? Oh, seven. Against LeBron. When they said Hey, it's technically five versus one. <laughs> one and a half if you, yeah. count, if you want to count uh, Ilgowskis. <laughs> he would do that. On, the funny thing is, Tony Parker would do that on 2K. <laughs> he would have made that bitch. I used to hate guarding Tony Parker on 2K. That nigga's giving me the fucking flux. Always. 
Damn, that was a good shot. That was a really good shot. Like guarding him make, used to make me think the game was broken for real. Cause that shit was so annoying. Like when the computer used Tony Parker, I'm like that dude be cooking. He's like yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna let the computer get cooked. I'm, I'm not gonna stress out my thumbs. Third tie entering the fourth quarter in 16 games. Hmm. He said on Manu, not that nigga on his ass. Then Wallace out there hustling. Anton Duncan dunked that bitch, man. How are you going to see that, man? It was the right play to do. The folks not even in that. Oh, well, that's the Barry guy, so I'm pretty sure he's been in any situation. But he's not even standing up. He just, yeah! That's my boy. <laughs> mm -hmm. What Rasheed think he doing? He thought he could do that on Tim Duncan, G. You, you do that to Nazir Muhammad, bro. Mm -hmm. well, Greg Popovich look like a cyst. <laughs> the fact that Rasheed Wallace, they said they need Rasheed Wallace to come to life, bro. That's all you need. That's all I need. Oh, that was a good shot, though. Because I'm just looking like you need everybody to come to life. Because can't nobody else look like they can create their own shot. But exactly. I'm like, bro, this nobody. Chance Bills was your best shot creator, bro. Yep. Like, come on, G. Fun fact, Chance Bill has never shot over 45% for his career. I do remember you telling me that, too. Like, that like, was that's, that's odd. I'm like, bro. Prime example, disgusting basketball. Which is still funny, because didn't they used to call him Mr. Big Shot or some shit? He, he made the big shots. He made the big shots, so...
Yo, Manu coming in just yamming niggas, G, is funny as hell. <laughs> that nigga is getting in the lane saying, all right, bro, I got y'all. Man, this yeah. shit felt like 40 minutes. I know. This is our, G, that, you think I want to come y'all for an hour or 45 minutes of this? The fact that Ginobili's probably the most athletic person on the court right now is disgusting. <laughs> back to Duncan, backing down to Rasheed Wallace. To get the double pass. team, pass out. Some of these dudes pass, on pass. the Pistons look like the dudes that they put in on 2K when you you got a blowout going on. They're like, okay, we finna take out the starters. Damn. All them niggas named Bruce or Bobby or some shit. Rich Hamilton size up. Good ass defense. Have to pass it out. That's a 2K shot right there. Boot Rich Hamilton. Travel. Oh, I thought that was a foul. Oh, uh, it was a foul. That fucking referee ain't holding on to this. Was is this? I said, we did we just get a fucking commercial? <laughs> uh, Manu Ginobili being a pest. Ah. Rich Hamilton fade away, Britt. Oh, yeah, this is about to be some disgusting basketball for the Spurs. Gee, some ducking out on the court. Gee, this shit says 59-59, and it's the fourth quarter. Damn, Tyler, you behind. It's 59-60. You're a little behind, Tyler, but it's okay. My hey, Robert Horry did team. something. Big shot, Bob. Both been playing with folks. He was wide the hell open. <laughs> Man, <laughs> imagine... Who are your biggest stars that's not even in the game right now? It's just Manu and the rest of the unit. In the fourth quarter, <laughs> eight minutes left. And you down by four. But like, what the now. fuck? That's how much Greg Popovich trusted them, though. Hey, Manu led that bitch to perfection. Even though Brent Barry's bringing the ball up the court right now. Like, nigga, what the fuck? They couldn't stop him from doing it. What's the score where you at, Chris? 61, 64 to 61, uh, Spurs. Manu just, ooh. Oh, I wish that went in. I wish that went in. Manu put that in the spin cycle. Let me know y'all get to, well, Chris, let me know when you get to the Nair's Muhammad block. Recognize him, Muhammad got a block on somebody. See, the sins of this game. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the sins of this game. <laughs> you let Nazir Muhammad get a get a crunch time block. <laughs> An important game time, game four block. What was Ben Wallace thought he was? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> what do you think he was? <laughs> He said, put that shit back in your pocket. Yo, so, bro, game seven basketball is full display right now. Ginobili and Duncan, 21 yeah, of the Spurs, 26 points. Oh, what the fuck Ben Wallace did? That nigga was about to the be on the fucking 
if he would have made that shit, he would have been on the cover of the next live for that shit. He was on the cover. He was on live that year. No, he was on 2K. No, he was on NBA. I think it was 2K5 yeah. or 2K6. I forgot because I, I had yeah. that 2K. It was, it was ESPN 2K5. Yeah. I know he was on cover of live when he went to the Bulls, I think. Some shit like that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but that was around the downfall of live. I probably didn't buy that one. That, that was around the downfall of live because I'm like, gee, I don't remember that, but I probably purposely don't remember that. All right. Tony Parker back in the game. Dunk tween. Back in the game. Tween. Tween. Ah, Fader. Nope. Rick Hamilton think that's his shot. That's not his shot. Robert Horry bogus his head. <laughs> and Tim Duncan literally running the offense for the post. And that was a good pass to Bruce Bowen too. That's right. That's his shot too, right there in the corner. Damn, Rick Hamilton and who was six for twenty? What? Damn, boy! Disgusting ball, boy! Is that disgusting basketball? Good ass defense, Robert Horry. Good defense. Tim Duncan in the post. Ah. Ah. Ooh. Who the fuck Tim Duncan thought he was? What the fuck y'all doing? Hey, man. He got to go around Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace. He's the only threat. <laughs> in the post, at least. Rasheed Wallace, that was money. Look at this post play basketball, man. You gotta, you love to see it. <laughs> Damn, how you airball that shit, Tony? That's the second airball he shot from that. Ryan Yo, this nigga too. Robert Horry nickname Mister Intangible. That's disrespectful to Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, the big fundamental. This man meant the intangibles. He got the intangibles of the game. And God, man. I'm pretty sure that nigga dead that they showing on the screen right now. Terry, you bogus. I'm just now seeing who you was talking about. Do you think he allowed? Rasheed Wallace, six points, three for four. The rest of the team, zero points, zero for six. Fourth quarter, fucking nasty. Last four minutes, 67 to 63. 
yeah, McDice out. Ben Dice is the better post player. <laughs> so you can't rely on Ben Wallace right now at this point of the game. Oops. Bro, Timmy ain't never just do that to him. Hold on, I need to see this. Duncan said, hey, man. He said, hey, man. I can do it. <laughs> hey, man. I got to try it on 2K one time for the fun time. <laughs> That's oh, a Tim Duncan shot. Just smacked actually, that bitch. That's a Tim Duncan shot, though. He actually he had, a, he had a bit of a history hidden from there. Man, what? I never would have thought that would have been a Tim Duncan shot. Yeah, I've seen him hit, hit them shots. Plenty of time, and then his his form for a big guy is low key perfect from from those for those corner yeah, shots. He's he very fundamental, but shit. Yeah. Duncan and Ginobili just cooking these niggas. G. This this is why you need some type of offense. You could be the greatest defensive team all you want. If you can't score, it don't mean shit <laughs> at all. Duncan just killing them in the post with passes. Looking like goddamn magic out there. Mm. Bro, imagine mm. if magic played with Tim Duncan. Well, he had Kareem, so. He did have Kareem. Mm. Tayshawn Prince, like, I can't believe this shit. Tayshawn Prince is part of the reason why they losing. He can't. <laughs> Gee, Tayshawn can't score. Ben Wallace can't score. Rashid is, is probably your most versatile scorer because he, he had he had range, so he can score in and out. Chauncey is, is, is inefficient. And Rip Hamilton can only shoot mid-ranges. They're predictable as hell on offense. They know it's over. <laughs> they know yeah, it's over. Know. They have to look up. It's over with, G. <laughs> look at the bench. Fader. Tim Duff trying to hit a running fade away, bro. You practice that shot? Yeah, Tim Duff a while. Like, yeah, I just do it for fun. He said, I think we got this anyway. Pop like, damn it! <laughs> you know, I think we got this, Pop. He's like, no, it's not the right thing to do. Oh, Chauncey fake hurt now. Yo, some of these, I saw basketball shoes back then were thick as shit. Fat ass, fat ass Adidas shoes. I used to hate wearing Adidas shoes back in the day. Adidas basketball shoes were thick as hell back then, too. I ain't gonna cap. But even they felt no, they were heavy like bricks. That's why I'm like basketball shoes came a long way. Even some Nikes felt pretty kind of heavy sometimes. 
Like it really wasn't until Kobe's uh, when basketball shoes, like when Nike went, uh, Kobe went to Nike, when basketball shoes started getting somewhat lighter. Struggling to score six points, dude. It's fucked up. Pistons wouldn't hey, survive. Green check. Brick! Gee, right before we got a clutch charge. Yo, right before we got a clutch charge, G. Bro, that's bro. I'll tell you one of most clutchest players known. Man, bro, he just it's just his passive, bro. He know when to be clutch. <laughs> how, how do get you get that? The intuition is to like, I, I gotta get right here. Let me get the charge. All right, stop moving my feet now. They took Bruce Bowen out to put uh, Brent Berry out there. Yeah, G, you know. <laughs> Pop knew what the drill was. One of the whitest announced teams I've ever seen in my life. Ruby Brown is decent in terms of talking about the game, but Al Michaels can get the hell on. Al Michaels is supposed to be doing football, G. Like, what, what do you know about fucking basketball? <laughs> this was a rough time for ABC. They had, they had Al Michaels saying, hey, do the finals, bro. Yo, somebody hooping at Nike Blazers? Rasheed Wallace is a sick Negro. <laughs> yeah, G. LeBron did the right thing by taking these niggas out the paint, G. <laughs> that niggas hooping at Nike Blazers, bro. We was wearing I'll be worried fashion. damn feet is messed up. Bad feet ass niggas. Like, we was wearing Nike Blazers for fashion. That's why he airballed them shots. He ain't had no lift. Nigga wearing <laughs> fucking 1980 basketball shoes, bro. <laughs> hey, that's another thing, bro. Larry Bird used to hoop in them flat-ass Converse jeans, giving niggas 40. No, no, that was that was Jerry Weston, and I was hooping in them flat-ass uh, Converse. That Magic and them had the slightly better ones, slightly better. They were still flat. I seen them. Yeah, I'm surprised Mike was hooping niggas up in Jordan 1's. Shit. <laughs> Jordan 1's probably had more cushions. Still a fucking flat ass shoe. Exactly. Like, gee. I wasn't <laughs> hooping them now. Hey, shout out to the mid-range, G. Just use clock management as the key. 
Some Duncan G. You gonna foul some Duncan like that was a smart thing to do. Tayshawn Prince head big as hell. Darko, man. 99 uh, clapping rating, G. Shout out to him. Probably got the freshest cut amongst everybody in, on the Pistons roster, too. He the only one that look like he got shit lined up. Meanwhile, some Duncan. <laughs> Tony Parker lining up. Half of them niggas is bald. It's like, you could tell niggas was not really still consistently getting liners back then, bro. Yeah. And these the are pro athletes, so you know they got decent barbers. In the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, that's pretty good. The Spurs opponents have not made a three-pointer. And San Antonio... Damn. Damn, they shut down the three. They said, look, nigga, you're going to have to drive on us, nigga. Not a black person in sight. <laughs> Bro, all these big-ass dress pants. It's 2005, bro. It's disgusting. It's 2005. Big ass polo shirt. That Bruce Bowen send your shit. <laughs> Gang. You let Ginobili just skedaddle the, the whole lane, the whole second half. You gotta hold that. You gotta cherish that. And then you kept putting Tyson Prince on like that was gonna do something. I hit him with the dagger. Uh, Rashid, it's a little too late for that, bro. Now we're about to see a bunch of fouls. <laughs> about to see a bunch of fouls. 2K get it off of. 
every and everybody shit. Be like, look, man, the game is over. <laughs> Let me win. He's like, fuck out of here, Chauncey. They shot my ass. Dang, that's Ginobili's first free throw attempt? Larry Brown got a hope that he cost America the gold and he cost the Pistons the finals. Tragic. Bro, if Ginobili got to the line more than once, like, he probably would have had 30. He was hooping their ass up without it. That's the sad part. Yeah, yeah, yeah 20. He would have he had 30 if he would have got to the line more. If they would have called it for him more. You got to remember, the, it, it was next year. No, wait. It was next year when uh, the ref said, hey, we're going to be all in videos with this one. <laughs> the D-Way free throw compilation. <laughs> <laughs> Those games used to be on till like dang near one o'clock, bro. <laughs> My This D Wade can't get to the free throw. <laughs> How do you let one man get twenty five free throw attempts? That's a crime. Tim Duncan telling. Larry Brown. Shot Datra fell asleep. Oh shit. Yo, wrap it up. Yeah, wrap this shit up, man. Wrap this shit up, bro. This shit I wasn't even sleepy. Next thing you know, my ass falling out. What the fuck? Yo, wrap this shit up, G. This game over with. Stop fouling. Just let the let you you lost. <laughs> Bro, I don't even know what's next. This shit saying this shit don't end until ten minutes from now. What the fuck is it? Championship ceremony? Eighteen seconds left. What the hell? No, nah, yeah, it's the championship ceremony. So yeah, so this, this game technically over. Ugh. Why y'all keep calling timeouts, dude? Is that Danny Crawford ball here there? Hell yeah. Did not hold on to that whistle this series. I had slap him. He was like, he probably like, I gave Tim Duncan too many finals. Teach their ass a lesson. Oh, they didn't have challenges yet then, I think. Or did they? Yeah. Oh, challenges didn't come in until like a year or two ago. Yeah. No, like, no referee challenges, I mean, like, replays, I mean. Oh. Mm, they, uh, they might have. Yeah, Charles Barkley was right about them, uh, about Huff ass and Antonio one. <laughs> he was right. He was. Those are some Huff ass women, bro. 
Ass nugget heads. And then he had Mono over here just with the Pantene and shit. Exactly. Like haircuts have came a long way for black people, G. <laughs> we, but as black men, we've came a long way. <laughs> Freaking rock horror this game over with you. Yeah, wrapping this shit up, man. Hey, look, we already know the Spurs won. <laughs> we already know the Spurs won. This shit. If the Pistons so, to oblivion. Exactly, G. Like, that shit. But anyway, so what we learned was 2005 basketball was just nasty. Uh, what else can we add to that? Uh, nothing else really added. That shit was some nasty basketball to watch. I don't know what. You is need a shit. score. You said what? You need a fucking score. You need a shot creator. I swear the Pistons did not have a shot creator. They are the Pistons are really lucky Shaq and Kobe hated each other. They are lucky that Shaq they and Kobe got. hated each other. And that series just confirmed how much they really needed Mello. It confirmed you needed Mello. Like they needed Mello badly then. So cause they couldn't do shit. But let's go ahead and wrap this shit up. Um we appreciate you guys. Are y'all still there? Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, uh, so let's wrap this up. We appreciate you guys for listening. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring. Uh at Threes from the Ring for all our wrestling, uh, basketball takes, especially as the NBA season gets closer. Uh we'll start doing our previews. But next week we're doing our top fifty players and we'll go on from there. Uh subscribe to the YouTube page, like, comment, subscribe. If you on uh if you listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod, keep subscribing, keep following, keep listening, all of that good stuff. We appreciate it. All the support, especially on SoundCloud, because SoundCloud's been going freaking crazy lately. So keep the supporting in that way. We appreciate you guys for listening and peace. See y'all next week. <laughs>